it's Sam and Scott from Ship It Studios Premier Wrestling Podcast, Above the Ring. And Sam, let's talk about Riverside.fm, the leading podcast and video creation platform that's changing the game on how creators record their content. Riverside.fm allows you to record studio-quality audio and up to 4K video on their platform. Now you can interview a guest a thousand miles away, and it will sound like you're sitting in the same room. Did you know that it's as easy to use as Zoom, but it gives much higher quality audio and video recordings? Did we mention that they have a mobile app? This allows guests to connect directly from their phone and record content from anywhere. After your content is finished, you can easily grab clips to share them across your social media channels. So if you're looking for a platform to put over for all your recording needs, from podcasts to webinars to other video content, you should be using uh, Riverside.fm. Sign up today so you can focus on your content and leave the quality to Riverside.fm. Use promo code SHIPIT and receive 30% discount on the first three months of your subscription. <laughs> I like the more impromptu stuff. Is it an episode of us eating chips and not talking? Mmm. <laughs> chips and dip. Speaking of chips, I gotta get those ones from fucking Maine. The Humpty Dumpty is the best chips in the world. Oh yeah, you told me about that. Mm-hmm. Let me tell my family. When it comes to sour cream and onion dip, it's like watching, like, animals to the slaughter. <laughs> Like, you know, if I'm at a fa- like a family party, all my aunts and me would, oh, eat this all fucking day guy. I can think of right now for a reason is Letterkenny. When he's eating a cupcake on, like, the birthday, the super soft birthday. <laughs> this has cream cheese, and he just talks it against the barn. <laughs> I'm telling you, there's so much memorable shit he in that show. You the shit out of the guy? You want to come to a soft birthday party? <laughs> And was, or was it the guy who's, who smokes weed all the time? I forgot his name. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Open Frequency Radio. I'm your host, Sam the SLB. We got chips. <laughs> we have chips. Rob's with me again. Uh, we're eating sour cream and onion chips. Uh, sorry. We're eating sour cream, and onion, sour cream and onion dip with Ripple's chips. I don't know what it is. It's like an unspoken rule. Whenever you do dip, it has to be like Ripple chips. I always... Uh... With this kind of chip? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you never do like a flat, plain chip when you do sour cream and onion dip. I want to say it's because they're like tougher. They're stronger chips. They can hold together so you don't have them all breaking off in the middle so it becomes a dip with chips in it. <laughs> yeah, it's like a free-range chip, you know? It's just like, you know, if you got a flat chip, it just doesn't hold well. It's like being like, it's like dips with South Park where they're like raising the veal. <laughs> These ridges are armor. <laughs> <laughs> so... If you don't like chewing, I think you should probably already just give up on this episode because we're being fat tonight. <laughs> oh, we're being so fat. I made great sausage and peppers. We're gonna re- we're gonna repeat that again. Yeah. Um. We're gonna yeah we start the episode we started the last time. We like eating and we're gonna do it more. This this is our this is our call to make sure we stick with it. I'm dying so hard right now, guys. Uh. Next. I have I have been on a bread kick. The way I've been trying to lose weight is do everything I have been doing, except for don't drink soda, don't eat bread, and I'm just like, I'm going to eat all of the bread right now. Why bread? Like, does it just happen to fall into your... It's just, it's just kind of what I've, I'm not eating bread straight, obviously, but it's like, I got a buffalo burger last night at Supreme Pizza, I went to get a pastrami, Reuben, and he's Greenwich today after my haircut. Uh, Chick-fil-A is doing the 12 days of free shit, which means I'm probably going to go all 12 days and be a fat fuck at Chick-fil-A. Did you just say 12 free meals? I am interested. Yeah, I didn't know about that. <laughs> yeah, if you have, like, the rewards app or whatever, 
Um, they're doing 12 free days of stuff. So I got free breakfast Saturday. Uh, they had a free uh, soup, I think, the day before. There was a free brownie the day before. And obviously the whole point is that you buy something else and they make money, but free shit is free shit. Let me, let me clarify something. So on Saturdays, I'm up a little later than usual. And a few weeks ago, I was like, I just wanted an egg sandwich. It was like 10 o'clock. And I'm like, McDonald's doesn't have it. Wendy's doesn't have it. Nobody has breakfast right now. Um, I was, um, I think I was walking out of Newberry Comics for like, um, Christmas shopping. And I'm like, okay, let me go into Newberry Comics. And I, no, let me, let me go to Chick-fil-A. I go in and I'm like, pull up the drive-thru. I'm like, oh, I don't really want a chicken sandwich. But you know what? At least I won't feel like shit. Now look at the menu. And I'm like, why do they have breakfast stuff up? And I like, I literally asked the woman, like, excuse me, are you still serving breakfast? And I was like, yeah, till 1030. Yep. It was like 10. I almost, let me tell you, there's yeah. not many reasons I would cry as a grown man. <laughs> but the fact that I was able to get an egg sandwich that was not Dunkin' Donuts, I was just, inf- I was just like, oh, yes, finally. I am also very excited about that. Because as you may know, I am not a morning person. And... I got that free sandwich. They send it to you like the day before. You have like a 48 hour to use all these free things. Mm-hmm. And they sent me the sandwich like the day of, which obviously I didn't wake up the time to use it that day. So I'm like, I have to wake up early. Wonder what time Chick-fil-A does breakfast to. And much like you said, 10.30. This is great. I don't got to get up at like 8 to get a free breakfast. This is wonderful. <laughs> it reminds me of the time. We come back from Cleveland. And I did the drive. And... We got to the Pennsylvania border from Cleveland, from Ohio. Sam, can you drive? Yeah. I drove that whole night. Yeah, I think I missed one exit, and I think it cost us an hour and a half. I was ripped shit at that point. Yeah. But in the middle of the night, it was like 4 a.m. in the morning. And I was just like, I, I, I pull into the McDonald's. I forgot where in Pennsylvania. You know exactly which Pennsylvania exit it is. Mm-hmm. The one where everything is there. Yep. And you and you and Molly, because Molly was with us on this trip, were passed out. And I'm like, I, I just want to eat something. And I was because I was working overnight still. And I was just miserable. And I walked up. I walked into McDonald's while you guys are passed out. I just remember. I'm gonna stand up. Nobody's gonna be able to see this, but I stood up and I go. This is great for an audio format. No, it's great. <laughs> but I stood up and I'm like, look at the menu. I go. Okay, do, do you have burgers still? Woman's like, no, we're serving breakfast now. I looked at her. I'm like, no, what the fuck? <laughs> Now, the only person at the McDonald's by the side of the staff, and I'm like, I'm like, you couldn't even, like, when you stop serving, four o'clock, I'm like, oh, motherfucker, I'm like, I just want, I was, I was just, I wasn't even mad at her, I just, like, <laughs> I wanted a burger, and I'm like, I just, like, nothing? No. Fuck, I'm like, what, what do you, I was like, I was like a child who lost his parent <laughs> in the store. I just was like, I just, uh, get it. You have like a big, big muffin or something. I just, I, I'm fucking hungry. I remember how begrudgingly you were eating that too. <laughs> because then, on top of that trip, we got to the end of Pennsylvania, and that's when the fucking car locked itself. That is the stupidest design I have ever seen in my entire life. Because I, th- I, I think the thing was, I think Molly was still sleeping. You and I went to the bathroom, and she left the car. She there was a thing was there was two keys. But because one of the keys was still in the car, we couldn't unlock it with the second one. It was absolute ass And there was no key slots uh, to put the... Act- Even though there's like a cut key, mm-hmm. there's no key slots in the trunk on any of the doors. And because 
there was one in the car, we couldn't unlock it with the second one, which is just the dumbest design of all time. Well, fuck you, Chevy. <laughs> yeah. Gotta watch some of those Mac videos. It's funny. Because I was just... Sh- John downstairs was just showing me. Ford has what he calls now... The Ford- new Ford F-150 has what he calls the roadhead mode. <laughs> no joke. It's where... You know, the shifter for the automatic bends forward. And then the console moves and it just like flattens <laughs> I don't know what the use of this is for my only assumption it is to when you're on long road trips <laughs> and you need somebody to relax you while you're driving it is roadhead mode that is fantastic did I tell you how I launched a girl at a car show no I went with our friend John Correa. And this is probably January. It feels like we talked about this before. It feels like a million years ago. And they had like a new car show in Boston. It was either mm-hmm. late last year or early this year. But like I said, that feels like a millennia ago. So with some random piece of shit Kia. And it has all these buttons on the side. And uh, John's like uncle is like looking to get a bigger vehicle because they're about to have a kid. So they're, you know, they're looking at a car right next to us, and there's this other family in this Kia, and uh, there's all these buttons right in the back of the trunk. So I just decided to hit a button. It launches the back seat into the front seat, and there's a girl sitting. It's like I'm stuck. I'm stuck. Why? This car is attacking me. This car is attacking me. And I just kind of slowly walked away and somehow managed not to lose it. But literally, I just launched her into the front seat. Because <laughs> the seat just collapsed and she was sitting in it. <laughs> bad design. <laughs> Extremely bad design. Kids are dangerous if you hit random buttons. <laughs> I just kind of quietly walked away and somehow managed not to die laughing because I did not expect that to happen. It was not intentional by any stretch. <laughs> That's funny. I I had my 2012, and you remember when I bought my Honda, and I obviously I had an old car. I don't want to say old cars, but at that time I had a 2000 Jeep. I had a 2003 Tiburon. I had my 96 Honda Civic. You know, I buy this car. It was a 2012. This was three years ago. To me, this was like top of the line, and everyone else was like, no, I don't have Bluetooth. I don't do this. I don't do that. I'm like, dude, but it does all the. I go, I got my phone up. Yeah, so. Don't mean nothing. I still have my... I, I love my Honda. But it's like... It doesn't have all the old features. I think the thing that gets me with my Honda that makes it feel new is it does not have a tape deck. <laughs> For me, that's good enough to feel like it's new. The one problem I have with my 2017 Mazda, no CD player. Yeah. My dad has a brand new 2021 Impala with a CD player. I have a 2017... Without a CD player. Is his, like... What's it called? Base model? No, he got the Premiere. It's, like, the high, high end. It's actually, like... There was... When he looked for one... He just got a new car. It looks exactly like his old one. He just got, you know, two, a year or two newer or whatever. The Premiere is, like, the top of the line. There's only two within a thousand miles. One was in Mass. One was in New York. He went to get the one in Mass, obviously. So you have the older model. And you don't have a CD player. No, I don't have a Chevy. I... I 
we just talked about how shitty oh, Chevy is. Sorry, I got a, I got a, I got a Mazda. Oh, Mazda. Yeah. yeah. For whatever reason, as cool as Mazda is, they decided that uh, people no longer need. And granted, I have the Bluetooth, and I don't need a CD player. But like, if I order a CD in the mail, and I don't have time to rip it to my phone. Then I just wanna, you know, throw it in the car on the way to work. Oh, fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, especially if like maybe you feel the same way, but like sometimes if like I'm walking out the door, my phone's not fully charged. What I'll do is I'll go, okay, let me charge my phone, because obviously cooking the aux cable is not going to charge. I'll plug it into the USB port, let it charge, I'll put a CD in. Um, and I like those options. Hmm. Before that, oh man, I, remember my Jeep, we had to get the tape deck, and if the tape deck shit the bed, then we were, which, do we ever oh, take a trip? Oh, the CD or the MP3 to tape deck, where you plug your thing in through the speaker and yep. plug that fucking black... Thing that's like not really a cassette but looks like a cassette in, and then it, the the tape deck would break, yeah. and then it would do the thing where it switched back and forth yeah. the other way. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. or or was that such low volume that you forget that how how low the volume was, and then you listen to the radio and it sounds like you're right in front of a speaker at a concert. So it's crazy. I was just talking to somebody about this. You know, the past three years for me have been. There are things in my life where I don't feel like I've gone anywhere. Like, I have my house, and I've done things with my house, but I feel like I'm still very stagnant. I look at my job. I'm through the roof of my job right now. I look at my car. You remember how fast my Jeep shit the bed, and I was like, I need a car. I just feel like I'm, like, up here right now. Even with with the age and the miles on the car, I just... Man, I just, like... Took that thing to Florida. Yeah, drove that to Florida. I don't regret that. I know some people that like, get a rental, and I'm like, I'd rather just drive the car. Especially if I, if I had something like... Something that wasn't good at mileage. If I had... If you know, had a V6 or something, or even a v, obviously a V8. Yeah, or I had like maybe, I don't know, like... I'm going to get shit for this. Maybe like a Taurus or just something that just was not good on gas. But like my Honda, it's like, oh, where do we fill up? Four times, maybe? Yeah. I think we filled up in North Carolina. I think we made it from there, right? Or actually, no, we filled up in New York. We went from North Carolina to New York in one tank. Mm-hmm. I don't even think we were on E at that point, either. No, uh, Maryland. Maryland. And I and it was Maryland, because remember, we went to... The greatest place on earth? Sheets. No. <sighs> Come Wawa. on. Wawa. <laughs> Sheets is good, too, though. Yeah. Wawa. And that was when we got into the... I filled up the tank. We got into the... You know, we ordered the food. We got into the car. And he's like, Oh, Tucker, we need your sandwich. We don't have any meat on your sandwich. He's like... Oh, okay, yeah. And, and we were like, Dude, if this was up north, and it was like a Burger King, they'd be like, Ha, son of a bitch. He has bread. <laughs> <laughs> that was... When I went to Indianapolis a couple months ago, all I cared about on the trip back was, We have to go to Wawa. I need to go to Wawa. I haven't gone since that time in February. I need Wawa in my life, and I was able to find one actually not too far off the highway, and I got two sandwiches. I, I it upsets me that there's not one in New England. So, like for example, Arby's. I I dropped off Ken's girlfriend up in. I met his. It was right off of one forty six in Massachusetts. It's a it's a, it's a very. Uh, it's like a, a plaza. It almost feels like um, Rentham. And when I was over there, I'm like, oh, I know there's an Arby's around here. It was in Auburn, Mass. So, like, it was an extra 15 minutes. I drove to go to Arby's. And I was, like, just, like, trolling. And I think it was my mother's birthday. So I show up. And everyone's like, do you bring us anything? I'm like, no. 
But you know, I love a fucking Arby's. Massachusetts like, is like the one place up here that has what no one else has. They were the only one with the Golden Corral for a while. The only one with the Sonic mm-hmm. for a while. The only one with the Chick-fil-A for yep. a while. The only one with an Arby's for a while. Which is weird when you think about it. Yeah. You think New Hampshire might have that. Yeah. But like, oh man, we need a Wawa next, man. They're weird. They're like in the Pennsylvania, like Delaware area, and then they jump to Florida and nothing in between. Yeah, I don't... And I think the ones in Florida are brand fucking new, too. Yeah. I don't know if, like, the owner moved down there. It's like, I think I need more of these down here. Like, I don't know the story of why they're down there, but... Yeah, Florida and then the Pennsylvania and a couple of the close uh, bordering states. Yeah, my phone will not... It, it's yeah. pulling me some restaurant and, like, fucking... Just in case it. anyone doesn't know what a Wawa is, it's a gas station. And they have the best sandwiches ever. And if you don't like Cumberland Farms food, all the gut news for you, man, this is not Cumberland Farms food. It is light years. Light years ahead of it. It is just... It's better than Subway, I think. It's better than any, like, almost any sub shop. I mean, if you go to a really good mm-hmm. local place, yeah, you know, they might beat it, but when it comes to anything chain-wise, nothing is going to beat a Wawa. No, no. That's, and that's the crazy thing, because it's a gas station. It's a convenience store. Convenience is supposed to be... It's like fast food. Fast food isn't great, but it's fast food. You show up, I want a burger, and like not even five minutes, you get to the window and the food is there. Wawa is like, oh, I want to order this, this, or this. And you get a sandwich. You're like, oh, okay, this is gas station food. And you're like, this is not gas station food. No. It's, you're drooling. You're having a stroke. You're looking at Michael J. Fox. You're like, oh, my God, like this is amazing. On the way down was the first time you had Wawa, right? You and your no, brother? No, I've, I've been wrong before. Okay. I think it was the first time for your brother, though. Yeah, I was doing it. Because it was the first time for him with that. It was the first time with Bojangles. Oh, God, I love Bojangles. I will never forget that. <laughs> I think we were in what? North... Seeing that yellow sign a mile away. It was in Virginia, North Carolina. <laughs> yeah. You're like, hey, look, Bojangles. And I hit the fucking brake, and I'm like, spin. You start so quick, we actually ended up in the parking lot prior. I remember that. <laughs> Dude, I love Bojangles. I, I will never forget the first time I went in there. Because I remember you told me about it. Like, dude, Bojangles is like the, the, the best place. I flew down, to, flew down to Georgia by myself. My friend Tori was a cop down there. She, her and her now husband, they just got married actually. Um, You know, they were doing training or whatnot that day. I'm like, okay, I'm going to go get like, uh, you know, I'm going to go hit a uh, place for food. So I hit... Um, Bojangles and I walk in there and you know up here it's it's just a different you know you walk into a restaurant and everyone's like friendly and you talk and this and that well let's let's, let's back up friendly to an extent up here <laughs> nobody questions your you know race sex like, you know they're an asshole <laughs> doesn't matter what they are they're just an asshole <laughs> But they don't. But they're not an asshole because of who they are. Down there, I walked into there. I was the only white guy in that building, and everyone looked at me like they. And, and, and me, I'm not thinking about. It. I'm just like, yo, this is America. Yo, we're gonna go in. We're gonna get. You know, I want. I want to try the chicken sandwiches. That is the vast majority of times I've been to Zaxby's and Bojangles. What has happened? And I'm mm-hmm. fine with that. <laughs> you know, just nothing. You know, nothing wrong with any of that. It was just you know, compared to being up here where it's. You know, it's just like, yeah, whatever, you're in a sandwich, you know, in a fast food place compared to down there where a lot of people are like, what's she doing in our, you know, what's she doing here? 
And I grabbed my food, and I sat there, I had my mountain, I'm drinking it. I don't think I slept that night either. Yeah, you drew, you brought me to the airport. I do remember that. I remember that, yeah. And I just showed up, and right there, I'm like, I'm sitting there, I'm eating my food, and the Celtics are on. I'm like, yeah, exactly. That's a team. That's a fucking basketball team. <laughs> <laughs> I love Bojangles. It's, uh... It's like KFC if it was a thousand times better. That's just the best way to describe it. Because it has similar menu options, but everything is actually good and has flavor. Most of those southern plate, like actual southern plate, KFC, are they even from Kentucky? I think so. You know what I stopped at? I don't remember the name of it, which really sucks for the story. But it was like a random like fried chicken place off the exit when we were driving to mm-hmm. Indianapolis. And this was in Ohio. It was someone's name, I want to say. I'm like, oh, let's go get some fried chicken. You know, I, I, I assuming it's a local place. So we go in, and it seems more chainy than I anticipated. Mm-hmm. But whatever, sure. So we got, you know, chicken sandwich, whatever. Fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. And uh, I looked it up, and it's like a small chain. It's like, it's in a couple places. But Ohio's like the like where the majority of them are, and there's even a couple overseas actually. But it's like the nephew of Colonel Sanders that started this place. Really? Yeah. <laughs> but you know, you always want to try the new places and the places that you can't have immediate access to in your local area. Well, I know when we were driving to, I think we were in Georgia or South Carolina, and we, you, Nick, and I we were trying to find food, and. I was trying to find some, like, place I hadn't been to. And you're like, no, let's check this hole-in-the-wall, like, barbecue place. Yeah, that place is awesome. Always the best. Hole-in-the-walls. Oh, that place was an absolute hole-in-the-wall. And they made... What was it, like, fried chicken? You got rice, you had maybe jambalaya. I don't even remember. You got that spicy shrimp as an appetizer. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God, was that good. Man, ugh. I swear, every time you and I get together, we talk about trips, and then I'm like, we need to do another trip together. Well, I'm going. To, I'm going to Florida early next year, and definitely seeing AEW and possibly a drag race or something like that. Word. Well, like I said before, my thirtieth, I want to get an Airbnb in Georgia and just relax. That sounds fun too. Should enjoy myself, smoke my lungs out. <laughs> Hopefully, I can get a hot tub. You gonna bring any game consoles, or are you just gonna just chill? Like you gonna bring a Switch? I'm gonna bring my Switch. Oh, I, maybe if I have one of the new consoles by that point. But, like, you know me. Um, there's a lot we didn't see in Georgia. Plus, the South Carolina border is on the other side of Savannah. A lot I can do. Um, Go back to south of the border. <laughs> oh, jeez, yeah. Uh, to this day, and it's probably just being 5 o'clock in the morning, that was still the best cheeseburger I've ever had in my life. <laughs> oh, yeah. Where was that again? South of the border? It's right on the North South Carolina line. No, 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 no. The burger. At South of the border. We were driving back from Florida, and we drove all through the night, and there was four of us, uh, my father, my friend James, our friend Roger, who mm-hmm. passed, unfortunately, and myself, and we stopped at the... They kind of renovated parts of that place, which you couldn't tell because it looks like a complete shithole, mm-hmm. but they had this little trucker diner, and at five o'clock in the morning, all four of us ordered burgers. We devoured them almost immediately, and then ordered a second round. And everyone will tell you that's the best burger they've ever had in their life. I don't know if it was just how late it was or anything like that, but we got we got two burgers apiece at five o'clock in the morning, and our waitress looked at us like we had fucking dildos on our head. Like <laughs> <laughs> we, oh man, yeah, you know, sometimes food late at night. 
Do you remember we used to go to Betty's on uh, Charles Street? Sweaty Betty's. Sweaty Betty's, yeah. <laughs> it's no longer there. It's a uh, Cumberland Farms now. Oh, that sucks. But I remember, oh man, we, you know, sometimes going there late at night, you're just like, dude, this is food's amazing. I went there with you a bunch, and then uh, I started playing cards in here with a few friends, and I go there late at night after cards with them. That place, I was there a lot. I didn't know it closed. That sucks. Well, I drove by there um, like a few months ago, and I'm like, oh, I'm Charles Street. Yeah, it should be right. Uh, they looked at it because we used to park in the Walgreens parking lot and walk over. Nope, Cumberland Farms now. There's two things that I will always see when they're building something that disappoint me. The first being Cumberland Farms. I'm never excited to see one. Mm-hmm. Second's a bank. Every other building they're building ends up being a bank. Irony. Let's talk about irony right now. We're in a point where, um, and part of it has to do with COVID because the government's forcing small businesses to shut down. Um, and whether it be permanently or temporarily, and I think. Half the time, they're permanently because they can't afford the shutdown. They don't have millions of dollars of stock options. No, they don't. Um, there are banks that are continuously being built. Where um, Ruby Tuesdays was in East Greenwich. It's a bank. Yep. And I'm like, this is this is laughable, right? I saw that. That's the most recent example. And the freaking Outback shut down, too. Uh-huh. And they'll probably put another bank. Yeah. I just... I like every time I see a new location... The gas station on the corner of Route 1 and uh, Division, right where Hill and Harbor and Regency are. Yep. Bank. Oh, shit. You're right. I did know that. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. So I'm like, I'm like, dude, nobody has money, but where? The, how are the banks opening up? That's crazy. The one cool thing I've seen is there's a new Mexican place across the street from my work called Caliente. Uh-huh. It is the probably best Mexican I've had in this area. It Ooh. is unbelievable. I went there... Friday night, I didn't realize it closed at 10, so I was just Googling stuff. I'm like, oh, I'll see what time they close, just just for, you know, shits and giggles. 10 o'clock, I got out at like 9.30, I rushed over there, I got pork tacos, and they were incredible. I've eaten there, they have this teriyaki and pineapple burrito, they have, you know, your standard burritos. I've eaten there three times, and all three times have been, like, exceptional. I highly recommend checking that out, because it is good. And they opened during the pandemic. Like, that's confident. Like, that's yeah. confidence I like seeing. Like, we know our product's so good that we can open during this economic crisis, essentially. Yeah. And stay strong. Oh, man. We're gonna have to, I'm going to have to check that out. I, it's, I've never had such good Mexican, like, ever. It's, it, the steak is so tender. That pork is seasoned, like, with a little bit of Cajun seasoning. Oh, my God, dude. It is good. <sighs> what I just hit, I helped a friend get a TV a couple weeks ago. And it was funny. So, one of my friends, he... He tries to make friends with... You know how I am. Making plans with anybody. I'm just like, dude, I'm busy, I'm busy, I'm busy. Even you. Like, we've been trying to get together for the past couple weeks. And for me, I'm just like... Something comes up, I'm like... I forget even to message you. And then the following week, I'm like, Hey, man, you want to get together this week? Yeah, we just don't. And it's not... It's not, it's not a... Honestly, it's a me thing. But, like, my buddy's like, Yeah, you want to help me move a TV? Oh, yeah, I'll do that. And I help like that. But I went to Zako. I haven't been to Zako Taco in a while. Have you been to Zako in Providence? I have not. They have, um... They serve crickets there. Like chocolate dipped or no, just like like salt crickets. I've had a, a some like type of Nutrigrain bar. I don't remember something named Nutrigrain bar. It was supposedly crickets, and I ate it. I didn't even know what it was, and it was all right. So no, crickets are good. They were obviously like ground up. Reminded of that movie Snowpiercer almost. Do you know the guy who directed Snowpiercer is the same guy who directed Parasite? Really? Yep. I did not expect that. Mm-hmm. So that's incredible, actually. Going back to Georgia, going back to my thirtieth, 
I might bring my Switch, but I think I'm going to spend a lot of time smoking, spending it in a hot tub. Yeah. Uh, if I can get a PS5 or an Xbox One X, uh, sorry, an Xbox Series X by then. Good luck. Well, by May, I might be able to. There's no game I actually want for the PS5 out that's not for PS4. Like, Cyberpunk came out, and I'm hearing horror stories on the PS4 about, like, how bad it is with, like, frames, frame rate. But that was a game where when I saw it, and I, off the bat, I'm like, I will not buy this for my PS4 or my Xbox One. I'm going to buy it the, next gen. You made the right call. You know, but, but then again, you have it. You I might, get the free upgrade anyway. Yeah, you got the free upgrade. You find a PS5, guess what? Yeah. It's going to look yeah. great. Gran Turismo is, they were saying first half of 2021, they, they walked that back. So that's not happening, probably. Deathloop, I think, comes out in like June. Mm-hmm. That game looks incredible. And then Far Cry just got TBD too. So really? there's really nothing that I absolutely have to have. If they patch Cyberpunk where they can fix the frame rate, I'm good for a while. Yeah. Or um, I heard the new Spider-Man's good. Spider-Man. Yep. I can wait on that one, but I will play it at some point. Yeah. So like most of these games where they were advertised for the PS5 that are like, hey, we're going to also have them for uh, PS4. Off the bat, I'm like, nope, five. I'm Or like uh, Xbox. You know, there are games for the Xbox where it's like, oh, yeah, it's going to be for both consoles. Oh, for both? Nope. Waiting. I remember when the PS3 first came out, and they had Mercenaries 2, and obviously the PS3 version was a pretty good game, you know, it wasn't as good as the original, but it was good, and then they released Mercenaries 2 for the PS2 by a completely different publisher, and it was a shit show. Uh, the tank can go over the bridge, so you have to, like, drive a tank over the bridge, and you go over the bridge and just starts freaking out and, like, taking off into space and crashing and stuff. Like, it was so buggy. You're like, oh, I'm just driving a tank down this road, and then you hit a bridge, and it takes off. <laughs> so that's, that's the thing, though. I think a lot of people with Cyberpunk, they're, like, a, you know, they're upset. It's not working, this and that. But the people who have, the, like, the decked-out PC or the PS5 or the Xbox Series X, they're getting the... They're getting almost the full experience. Well, I got the Pro, so I'm hoping that maybe makes a difference. Because I am probably going to start it. Yeah, I, I like I said, I think I'm going to wait. Because there there's something... That game, ever since it was announced, for me, looked it looked too pretty to... Oh, I guess I'll get on the new console. I mean, the, the recent console. For me, it was one of those things, if I'm going to experience this, I'm going to go into somebody's truck in a back alley <laughs> to pay for a PS5 or an Xbox. <laughs> and get this game because it just didn't it didn't look it didn't look like it was worth sacrificing someone actually made me a drink based off cyberpunk last night really so should have penis in it yeah tons (laughs) because you can because because you can customize your genitals this drink just had to have penis in it no um (laughs) i keep hearing about that but again i haven't even started it but i've heard that this ball's flapping out or dicks are flapping out with the glitches and stuff and just and, and breasts and stuff so that just sounds wonderful so, my friend's like, I'm going to make a drink from Cyberpunk. I'm like, in the game, you're going to make mixed drinks? He's like, no, I'm going to mix a drink in the game in real life. So, he takes a glass, and instead of, like, a sugar or a salt rim, he gets a lime, and he, like, squirts the lime on the rim, and then he puts chili powder on it. And then he takes, like, a really high alcohol, like, a heavy seas beer, like, one of those dark, like, chocolate porters. He mixes, like, tequila, and it was, like... Uh, what the hell is that? Like that sweet stuff. Um, something sweet in it. And he mixes it. It was fantastic. I think it's called like a Johnny Silverhand or a Johnny Silverback or something. Which I think is a character from the game. But it was 
that lime chili powder interaction was like really good i i was actually worried about it at first and it's not overpowering and the drink is really good i'll pull it up later so you can watch it but it was really really good so next time i hang out we're gonna have to make them i i will make sure of it okay why it's crazy i can't believe i can't believe that game is here because for me that has been like the pinnacle of the next like generation yes that has been the game that we've been waiting for for years that was going to define what the next gen was going to be like. And I don't think it's as buggy as people. I mean... I'm going to wait for like one more patch and I think I'm going to start it. I'm not I'm not super worried about it. I heard Sony is issuing refunds though, so it's got me a little nervous. I, I'm not... I, I'm not. I think people expect things... People have such high expectations. It's kind of like the next Grand Theft Auto. Everyone's going to expect the, the new Grand Theft... And you and I have had this discussion. Rockstar doesn't make games anymore. They, I mean, they do, but like, there's so few and far between. There used to be at least a game a year from them. Well, the thing is, I think it has to do with part of being online now. Well, yeah, they're making a million dollars a day on GTA Online. I know so many people who would buy, oh, I already own GTA Five, but like, if I go to GameStop, I buy another copy, I get another million dollars. Yeah. And they do it. The microtransactions, I hate to say it, might have corrupted them a little bit. Mm-hmm. But you know, even Red Dead, Red Dead was solid. It was a good game. So, do you remember, I probably talked about the, like the last, not not the last episode, but the, like the last time we did episodes, mm-hmm. uh, that Game 13, the remake? Yep. Did you hear about the horror show that that is? You mentioned it outside of it. Okay. But let's talk about it. So... 13 was a game that came out in like 2000, 2003. It was a shell-shaded game, kind of like of the Borderlands style. Great freaking game. So they decided that they're going to remake it. So the first scene is an opening scene. Instead of remaking the opening video, they have a guy watching the opening video in like a CIA office. They were too lazy to even remake the opening video of JFK getting shot. So that's where it starts. Uh... And then you see the gameplay. The guy, the guys that get shot don't react. They're just like, you shoot them, they shoot them, and they just like drop dead instantly. There's no like proper death animation. Uh, in the original game, you throw a knife through someone's head. It shows like a little cartoon on the top uh, of like the knife, like right before it goes in, and then it goes in, and you see the guy like falling back. So that was a really cool thing, because it had like that comic book feel, because I believe it was a comic book originally. Okay. So that's not in there. <laughs> um, it's also not cell shaded so it's completely different. The game is super buggy, super unplayable. I know they've actually made a few patches, so maybe it's better, but it is a shit show. It was so bad, the original 13 was outselling the new one on Steam a couple weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> That's how bad they screwed up. So if I want to play this game, get go to Steam. I think so. Uh, the new one might become okay. I think it got rushed. I think it's another... Uh, they released like a freaking alpha or beta when they shouldn't have because they you know got crunched under a deadline or something so it might be okay but it'll never be as good as the original that's one thing i gotta give games now uh today um as much as as much as there are games where they were really shit oh let, let's let's jump back to new man no man's sky remember when no man's sky came out the game uh-huh. the game had a lot of potential game came out and it fucking bombed yeah it's supposed to be like a big big game yeah but only recently people are like dude i played no man's sky and it's actually really good there's a campaign there's this going on there's that going I on i heard they were they planned on fixing it they did a lot of fixing and 
as much as people shit about, you know, we will shit about games being like, oh, this and that, you know, you know, you know, we're not getting a full game on release. It sucks, yeah. But you know what? With the way technology has become, guess what? If game sucks day one, these game developers they put the extra time in, they patch it, and then you got a great game. Yeah, it's just unfortunately it's the, it's the way of the future. If you don't like patches, and it, it, maybe modern gaming is not for you. And that's that's the one thing we do have to give Nintendo. Because Nintendo, I don't think they do patching on their games. Yeah. If they do, they're very minimal. They do. There's been a couple minor things on uh, the Pokemon, what the hell they call Let's Go Eevees, but they were very minor things. They but it wasn't because the game sucked. No, of course not. You know, that, and that's that's something I think Nintendo's been strong on. Nintendo has always been strong on their releases. They've always been, they've always delivered, even, all their first party titles have been fire. And sometimes they get games late, like one we were just talking about earlier, uh, Doom Eternal, just mm-hmm. came out. I don't want it now because I heard it's physical, uh, no physical copies, which is the main reason I wanted it for the Switch. Mm-hmm. But that's what? It came out in March? I still haven't bought it. Yeah. And that, that's where I'm torn. I'm like, because oh, I have I have two copies of Doom. I have it when it came out on the Xbox, and it looks phenomenal on the Xbox. And then I have my Switch. And my Switch... It's rendered down, and everyone's like, oh, it doesn't look that good, this and that, I'll go suck a deck. Yep. I don't care. It's fun. It's playable. I just, it's Doom. Doom 2016 is probably my favorite game in the last five years. Uh, I, I could I could see people's argument on that. Because there's something about, people people need to remember. You remember, I remember. There was a point where first-person shooters were a niche genre. Mm-hmm. Very niche. You played Doom, you played Quake, you played... Halo, you played Medal of Honor. And the occasionally GoldenEye or just something out there. Not every game was a first-person shooter. Very limited. There was a very limited selection. And I think when Halo, and especially after Modern Warfare came out, all of a sudden, first-person shooters are like every other fucking game. Yep. Um, Which is why Doom... You know, everyone's like, oh, first-person shooters, they gotta be realistic, they gotta be low times, and this, I go, <laughs> I go, cool, but some days I just wanna be able to blow up a bunch of aliens and just not have to reload. I'm gonna go shoot my shotgun 70 times without ever reloading. <laughs> yeah, it's a game, it's a game, let's be real. Yeah, sometimes it's fun to, like, like, Gran Turismo, I know you're like a diehard Gran Turismo fan. Oh, yeah. Because you like the way it simulates, but, you know, I bet you there's racing games out there that's like, yeah, uh. I just want to, like, race unrealistically right now. Oh, of course. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's a game. I was playing, uh, which, actually, I actually have to say, this is one of the worst games I've ever played. It was from, like, 2005, 2000, no, no, it wasn't that, oh, 2010, and actually, it was, like, right before Pontiac went under, and they were actually, like, a sponsor of this game, ironically. What game is it? Uh, it's called Wheelman. And it stars... And it is, sounds bad. It is. <laughs> it, it was voiced and starring Vin Diesel as the lead character. And he, of course, does his monotone, you know, Vin Diesel voice. And it was Midway, which was actually, you know, a reputable company at one point's last game. But they ran out of money, so Ubisoft was actually the ones that published it. And it is absolute garbage. And the fact you haven't even heard of it makes it worse. Because no one's ever heard of it. So, all of the AI just catch up to you. Like they have like that like rubber, like kind of like in Mario Kart where they have that rubber banding, uh-huh. and it's like oh yeah get to this point this point this very strict time limit and all the AI just immediately catch up to you and when they're next to you they just do like these melee attacks with their cars their cars with their weapons they all have like saw like you know two hundred round machine guns are all shooting at you you can still take a lot of bullets 
And it's just like, it's so over the top of obnoxious. And granted, this is a bad example because I absolutely hated this game, but you can like jump from car to car. There's no like, it was just so obnoxious. But it is fun if they executed it right. But it was god awful. You know what we need to do? Well, twofold because I have something else. We should have a Bill Elliott's NASCAR racing tournament. Oh my god! <laughs> and, and in celebration of his kid winning the championship. Yeah. No, absolutely. It's funny. Uh, Andrew, Andrew, he actually did a video where he was able to beat Bill Elliott in one of the races, and he's like, "It's impossible," but he like. I'll have to show you. I've honestly record. never played it. I know of its existence, but I've never played it. No, I've heard, I've heard, I've heard horror stories about that game. <laughs> I wonder if uh, what the hell's that guy, Angry Video Game Nerd, ever did that? No, he didn't. That'd be a good one for him. I've watched a lot of his stuff. I mean, everyone's seen the quintessential Desert Bus and and Big Rigs <laughs> and Doctor Jackal. That game looks like the worst game ever made. Actually, I ever got my hands on it, I'll let you know. Yeah, I, it's it. What system was it for? Nintendo. Okay. Um, you ever see his episode in regards to Fester's Quest? I have not. Okay. Fester's Quest was an Adam's Family game where family gets uh, taken by by aliens and you're just Uncle Fester and you're shooting this fucking gun. And he, he shits on this game. And I'll tell you right now, I had the game growing up. <laughs> My parents had it. Um, and it's not a bad game, but the worst part about the game is anytime you die... You only get two bars of health, and you always start at the very beginning of the game every single time. Oh. But you'll always have, like, the same, like, weapon. i got to show you this after we're done. Then. Actually, you know what I want? I was actually watching him last night. I have I, I was just, it's funny that it came up because I, I haven't watched it in a really long time, and I was watching him last night. He actually sold how E.T., which is a lot of people, the worst game ever made, mm-hmm. isn't that bad. It's bad. Don't get me wrong. It's bad, but he's like, it's not that bad. Is that from the uh, the movie? That's actually from the movie. Yeah, and that's the reason why that game was kind of rough, was they rushed it and they wanted to have it for the holiday season the year the movie came out. It was six weeks. Yeah. Six weeks. Six, with the, the, he was like, with the short development time they had, you know, the game's still functional, you know, some things are off, but it's not the worst game ever made. It was just because of, the between the rush and like, you know, every, he's like, it's probably not the best game for kids that just want to play a game. He's like, I get why that would make it worse. And it was... And because of that, and I don't think it was the only... I don't... I I could see where it's considered the catalyst of the video game Crash of 83. Oh, yeah. You know, something where I think... Again, you wanna, that's something I'm very familiar with. That's something that you're probably very familiar with. I don't think a lot of other people understand what had happened, where, you know, the market was being flooded. There was no such thing as copy... Or not copyright, what's it called? Um, it's It started with Nintendo, where it's like, oh, yeah, if you don't have our stamp of approval, you can't publish our game. I know what you're talking about. Okay. Yeah. So they, they didn't have that. So, you know, the whole market just fucking crashed and they thought it'd never come back. I would love to own one of those copies that they found in the desert a couple years ago of, of E.T. You can find E.T. for dirt cheap, actually. So I don't want I don't want one of those. Like, I know that. I want one of the ones they buried in the desert and dug up. I want one of those. So Sam and Rob go to Ma- New Mexico? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how many they dug up, but you, do you remember that? They found, yep. like, 30,000 when a landfill or something? I would they couldn't love... sell them. Yeah. And that, it wasn't just them. It was, I think, uh, just... They had so much shit. If you ever saw... Cause, so, part of the thing with Atari is you could bring games from the arcade home. Which is not even kind of true. Because when you look at games... Pac-Man, good example. 70s, Pac-Man, big title. 
You brought it home from the Atari. Ever see the Atari version of Pac-Man? I have. It's awful. Garbage. (laughs) Fucking garbage. Imagine if you were playing... Jeez, imagine if, like... Gran Turismo was in the arcade. And it was, like, the best version of Gran Turismo. It's like, awesome! I'm finally gonna get it on the PS4. And then you get home and it's like... A third of, uh, not not even like an eighth of what the game actually looks like, dude. Out of anybody, you'd look, you would text me like you, you know, somebody <laughs> cheated on your woman. You lose in your house. Your credit hit the fucking bank. You're like, dude, this is fucking bullshit. This or that. And da, da, da. You'd be all upset. I'd be like, that bad, huh? <laughs> or, or or be taking a loan out to go buy the arcade version <laughs> installed in my house. <laughs> It's funny. That I, game Dirty Driving at Dave & Buster's, that's the one game, because they never release on any console. Really? That'd be the one game, if I if I hit it big, I would make sure that I had like four of them in my house so we could play it any time. So, I don't know if you saw what uh, Reality Age got their hands on. I did, because I was there when they were pricing it. Oh, were you? Mm-hmm. That is the last, that's one of the last consoles I need in my collection. Yeah. I was there when Joe was pricing it. I'm this close to messaging him. I touched it. Very briefly. <laughs> I'm, I'm this close to messaging him and go, hey, can you put the Neo Geo aside? Yeah. Uh, I went to Coleco, too. Don't yeah. get me wrong. But. Yeah, I was there when Joe was pricing it. I uh, I went and spent uh, more money than I should have yesterday because uh, I wanted ensnaring bridges for a magic deck. And that's a really mean card. <laughs> What's it do? Uh, it has... A, so any creature with power greater than the number of cards in your hand can't attack. So if I have no cards in my hand, you can't attack me. Or actually, I think attack at all. It's either me or any player. So you win, they lose. If they can't destroy that artifact and they don't have some type of direct burn, yeah. Huh. That sounds like death. Also, it only costs three mana. <laughs> that sounds like that hurts. Yeah, it's it's a dick card, but I had a deck where with no win condition, so that's the win condition. Oh my god. So it's make or break. It's all on that card. I only have two. I can't, I can't afford four. So I got two. Man, wow. Um been a while since i played magic i know when's the next set coming out uh i don't know the release date I, they just had a commander set but you know how most commander set they came like pre-made yeah this one had boosters and this came out like a couple weeks ago i think the next one i don't know the release date my guess is like january february but they're bringing gods and snow back oh uh, snow ice or just snow snow is like uh like they had Ice Age and they had uh-huh. uh, they had it recently only like a couple years ago I actually built two snow decks I actually they were like broken too if you only run Snowlands you can do some really stupid stuff keep that in mind yeah but I, I don't think that was like a set that was like say uh, in like what they call uh, uh, standard like mm-hmm. you know the, like the most recent cards I think it was like a like a side set, like one of those like commander sets where they still added new cards. Where I think this one is actually like a legitimate set that's going to be in like rotation for like tournaments. Interesting. So it actually is a step up. Interesting. Yep. So I'm really excited to try that. Um, I just don't know what I want to play right now because I finished that awful wheel, man, and I had the taste of shit in my mouth. So I've been. So I'm. <sighs> I'm a little iffy on Cyberpunk. So, just like my dating life, I have commitment issues right now. <laughs> TV shows, video games, movies. Uh, I bought Squadrons. Squadrons is a beautiful game. I, like I told you, I have a PSVR coming in. Um, I'm playing the original Fantasy Star for the Sega Master System right now. Nice. Um, you know, JRPGs, I'm like hit or miss. Like, it's either like a, oh, this game looks cool, the dork. Like, I just, like, you don't want to, it's just too, it's just, it's too much. Oh, 
Speaking of classic systems, did I tell you that I beat Wolfenstein on the 3DO recently? No. Yeah, I finally finished it. How did how did it run? Great. Um, sometimes the music got a little choppy, but that's it. Worth forty bucks? Oh, I paid more than forty, but yeah. Oh, <laughs> which one is forty? I paid forty for Doom. Yeah, I, I know that doesn't even run good. I just wanted my collection, and then I think I paid like eighty or ninety for Wolfenstein, but how, I don't regret it. How do you like your 3DO? I love it. I have ten games for it now. I got the original. Uh, Need for Speed. That was back before it was really arcadey. It was supposed to be more simulated style. It's actually that Road and Track magazine actually had part of it. I got that Sim Theme Park, like the original from like that Bullfrog Company. Yep. Uh, I got, I got like ten games. I bought a bunch all at once. I got this game called The Horde, which is supposed to be really good. I one of the videos we watched. It was one of the ones recommended. There was another racing game I got, but in uh, Road Rash, because I played that on PlayStation One back eBay? in the day. Yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, I try to get everything at Reality A. They do have some games, but like, nothing, nothing that's stuck. Out. I got some tank. Oh yeah, I got a tank game, like a tank battle game. Okay. I just got a some first person shooter. Maybe we'll have to. Damn, we, we got we got a night ahead of us after this. Yeah. Uh, 3DO for anyone that hasn't heard of it was a system that came out in the same era as PlayStation One, and it cost seven hundred dollars in the early nineties. Wonder why it failed. <laughs> but it's a nice piece of hardware. You know the story of why it costs that much? No. So. As you may see, Panasonic is on it. 3DO Company was separate. I believe that one of those guys either started EA or went on to EA after the fact. I can't remember which way it was. Uh, either way, the 3DO Company couldn't produce consoles. They didn't have the ability to, so they had to make someone else do it. They chose Panasonic for the first model. Panasonic, because they're not 3DO, has to make money on the system. So that's why, as you may know, most consoles are sold at cost or even sometimes at a loss because they're going to make it back on everything else yeah but because of that situation they could not and that's why they were seven hundred dollars they just that was the only way to make the system and that's really why the system flopped interesting yep so it's funny you mentioned that um i bought well i actually have pre-ordered right now from gamestop um Remember the Intellivision back in the seven, late 70s, early 90s, 80s? Oh, yeah. Intellivision's coming back with a new console. And it's not like a, oh, we have a... Um... It's all our classic games and one cartridge type of thing. Or not even cartridge. like. One of the launch titles is a new Earthworm Jim game. Really? New Earthworm Jim from the new... From the original creators. Oh, shit. And this... Let me, let me show this fucking thing. I actually have the purple one pre-ordered from GameStop. I gotta actually put my money down on it. Um, can you not show me a fucking photo guy? Here we go. Is this? So it's like this little console, and it has like these two controllers. So it's like buttons are there, but there's like buttons on the side. Like I think it's all online too, all the games. It kind of sucks, but you know, there's buttons on the side. The screen is also buttons. More arcade style games than anything. But, like, this piece of hardware just fascinates me. That's wicked trippy. Like, it just, it looks very... It looks like an old cordless phone charger. <laughs> yeah, it looks like 2005. Yeah, a new cordless phone <laughs> from Motorola. <laughs> but I have one of those pre-ordered, and I'm looking for... How Some much the... was it? Um, it's, like, 300 right now. But it's I'm doing it through GameStop, so I'm, like, throwing, like, $20 a week. Oh, yeah. I'd love to, I'd love to see a fourth competitor in the console world. We've got the big three. I'd love to see some... There was that company, Slightly Mad, that was going to make that Mad Box, and, yep. then, and then 
that fell through, and this, you know, all this talk of Sega or Atari's coming back, and blah blah blah. And I mean, Atari has something too, but it's like, it's 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 less like the Intellivision is just a whole. It's supposed to be like a family console. There's new games coming out, more arcade, very very simplistic. You need something that, and this is how I've this is what I've argued with people. Everyone, I've heard people say Nintendo needs to get step up the game and compete with Sony and Microsoft. I say no, because Sony and Microsoft are trying to be PC. Did the Switch outsell, like... Yeah, they outsold both consoles in November when they released. And everyone's like, well, it, nobody could get them. I go, yeah, but nobody could get a Switch either. <laughs> I go, like, the thing is with Nintendo, Nintendo realizes... There were shortages a couple months ago, because everyone was staying home. I remember that. Uh-huh. My friend drove to Connecticut to get one for his kid. Exactly. So, you... <sighs> Like, Nintendo realizes that, first and foremost, they'll never compete with a PC, and they're not going to compete with Sony and Xbox, because as much as, you know, Sony, I think, has the better exclusives, and I like the control, I heard the control for the PS5 is incredible, by the way. Um, nice. Th those two consoles are trying to be the, hey, you don't want to buy a, p build a PC? Here's something that kind of equates to it for your television. You know, they're not going to be that. Nintendo knows that. Nintendo's like, uh, yeah, we did some coke in, uh... Here's a portable console with these nunchucks that you can play with. Have fun. Oh, and by the way, here's a game where you can make a village with animals and a, a lone shark who uh, thinks he's really cool. That's, like, possibly the game of the year, too. Yeah. No. Uh, dude, I have Animal Crossing for a while. I was addicted. It was it was tough. I just... It was funny. My coworker... I, you might have heard Lauren uh, one time when her and I... I don't know if her and I were recording... Was oh, that the one I was talking about, like, putting glue in the hair or whatever? Yeah, something like that. And he was something. like, dude, I don't know what the fuck I walked into a butt. Drinking candle wax? I don't know. I know it was something like that. <laughs> it was something weird. But, you you know, um, it was like she was so into it. Actually, she's still so into it because I'll be, I'll be on the phone with her while we're working. We're like, well, she'll give me a call and we'll be on the phone. It'll be like hours. And I'll hear the music in the background. I'm like, Lauren, do you have Animal Crossing in again? She's like, yeah, why? I'm like... It's been nine months, line. <laughs> there are other games on the Switch that you can play. Josh Pierce's girlfriend's the same way. It's it's a cool game. It's just it's. I know if you don't like people visit you often, like ants show up or something. I, I've cockroach. Heard, I got cockroach in my house. Yes. But like she was so into it. Like there were times I'm like, I don't have time to play. She was. She'd be on her break. Sam, can I go and like weed your 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 island? Sure. I go turn my switch on. Allow her to get on. And she goes, okay, I, we did your island, I did this, I did this, I organized this, I did... And I'm like, I'm so glad you're more into this than I am right now. Are you now. this productive in real life? I want to know. Um, but no, like um, like I said, I've been playing... I have Squadrons. I picked up the Outer Worlds for 20 bucks on my Xbox. I haven't played it yet. They actually did such a good job with that game. I guess they're adding DLC, and that wasn't under the original plan or something like that. Uh, what I'm looking forward to... Sorry, let me back up. So, just before you came over... Well, we kind of talking about this before we recorded. I picked up the GTA Trilogy on my PS4. So you got it on sale for like 10 bucks? Uh, like, like 15 That's still cheap. Still cheap. I, ha I had it on my PS2, but it didn't look good on my PS2 on my new TV. So I had to render it down to the EV cables on my regular TV. And I'm just like, I'm not watch doing this on a TV this small. I'm like, I want it on my big TV. And, dude, I'm just playing this game. And I'm just like, dude, this is... This is still great. San Andreas, 
Vice City and three were like the big three games I can remember from like my childhood. Like and Manhunt, which is another Rockstar game. That yeah. game was brutal. Um, but also in my PS4, sorry, PS3 right now, I have a, so if I'm sick of playing 3, I have 4. <laughs> so I'll be like, oh, I'm done with 3, I'm gonna... 4 is great too. It's funny because I've watched so many countdowns, and not even by some like new, some just nobodies on YouTube, I've done some countdowns from people, um, from like Watch Mojo or something like that, top 10 GTA games where they go through all of them. And half the time they can't figure out five, four, or three of the best. Where like say, but, but sorry, they just can't figure out like five, four, three, Vice City, and San Andreas. I've seen so many countdowns where each of them are number one. How about this? Three, Vice City, San Andreas, four, five. Put them in order. Worst to best. Jeez, I haven't even. I haven't even played through. Put most you of on them. the spot. Oh, you haven't played through most of them. No, I, I like. I would say. Three in Vice City might tie for one. Because a Vice City... There's something about Vice City that... Yeah, three was big, but Vice City was... There's something about Vice City that's just like... Coke-infested and addicting. I, I would put Vice City number one. I would probably put four number two. I would probably put three number three. Oh, that's tough. San Andreas or five? San Andreas... See, the only thing about San Andreas was I had a bad taste in my mouth is how tough those driving and flying schools were. I spent so much time just on that one little section where everything else in the game was fantastic. So I'd actually have to be a little salty and put five and then uh, San Andreas. Just because of that. Which, which actually isn't fair because it's such a small part of the game. But yeah. But I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> well, no, that was the thing with some of the driving... Like, even GTA 3, I like had to do the driving missions. And I was like... You, you know... If you don't know them, if you don't know the tracks, it's like you're gonna play it a billion times just to get to know. Okay, this is with this one, this with this with the. It. I remember three had the toughest mission was called Grand Theft Auto, which is you know, huh. but you had to drive three of the high performance cars and the second island without a scratch on them. And if you even dinged it up once, you're probably not gonna have time to go get it fixed and then bring it. So you had to drive perfectly and fast. Yeah. I um the last mission I played was the one we the first casino miss, mission we had to go to the cop you had to go to the police station in the middle island and get plant the cop steal the cop car put the bomb in the cop car go to the police station blow it up get the van and bring it to you had to like save somebody from the yakuza and I just like the moment I like blew up the cop car and I got into the van with the criminal in it. And I show us three stars. I'm like, oh, this mission isn't getting done tonight. <laughs> Eventually get to the point where I'm literally just running through the city avoiding cops till I died. I think the hardest mission in all of Grand Theft Auto is probably the last mission on 3. I remember that being tough. Which one's that? The very last mission in 3. Where you're chasing down your ex-girlfriend. And there's like planes dropping bombs on you. And there's like tons of guys. And the thing is, they would chew through your cars. Those guys with the, like the, like the cartel with the AKs would like chew through your cars. And you gotta like... I just remember that mission. I mean, I haven't played it in a while. That's probably the one I played the least recently. But I just, and maybe I won't feel that way today. But I just remember struggling with that mission greatly. The 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 GTA game. I gotta give credit to these ones because these were almost on par. And I know you. If you didn't have these, I'm, I might smack you. But like, 
Liberty City Stories. Oh, yeah. I had them Vice on the PSP. City. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. That's what they were originally for. Like, Liberty City, I think I played the most. And it was such a... It, those... If you put those in line with the the the, the, the marks uh, or the, the ratings or whatever, I would actually probably put Liberty City Stories second. But I did not like Vice City Stories that much. I would actually probably put that one on the bottom. I can see that. But, like, Liberty City Stories for me, I thought that was, like, my favorite. That one was awesome. Yeah, you play as Tony. Yeah. Yeah, I just... That was... one was incredible. And it was... When I go when you go back and you're like, wait a minute, this was on the PSP, what time? When the PS2 was still the thing? Yeah, and they released it on the PS2, like, months later. And it had the map? The same fucking map? Yep. What? I remember playing San Andreas. I think it was San Andreas. When you go to that, like, Italian restaurant right near, like the main dawn or whatever yeah you only see that one stream it's like yes i know that area <laughs> <laughs> what's the thing like i played through i mean i played through liberty liberty city was i think my first exposure to a gta game because i grew up in you know we didn't have any other gta games growing up but when i was in high school i finally had like liberty city and i got stuck on the first island for so long like i knew that i know that map by the back of my fucking hand oh yeah and i think maybe everyone knows that um Everyone remembers Misty. Hey, Joey, when you gonna drown me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, and I didn't realize, like, as I'm playing it now, and I'm like, wow, this is actually, like, um, what was that play? You play, um, oh, who do you play in Liberty City who's in the new, and who's in three? You play, uh, in Liberty City Stories, you play as Tony. You play Yeah, you play Tony. He's, yeah. He's like the lead enforcer for Luigi or whatever. Sa hell. Salvatore. Salvatore, yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, I didn't realize so recently. I'm like, wow. I'm like... Yeah. Like, you play... Wait, what? Yeah. Actually, the guy you play, uh, in Vice City Stories is the guy that gets killed in the opening scene of Vice City. It's like Lance's brother, I think. It's funny, because I found a, I found a video where actually it ties everything in. Like, I think even Vi uh, Vice City, San Andreas, and Liberty City all tie in. Yeah, because the guy that you play in as three is in San Andreas when he was still with that girl that you eventually kill at the end of the game. And what is it? Three is, um... Three's in the 90s. Vice City's in the 80s. San Andreas is, like, 91, 92. Because it, it, it's based on the L.A. riots. And yeah. One of the, the cops that's the villain... Is you know is kind of like the Reginald Denny of this world, if you will, or you know what sparked uh, the riots. So, so Liberty City is like the mid late nineties, and then they had Chinatown Wars, but I that was a weird one. I never played that one. It was over. It was over. It was over top, right? Yeah, it was like the original, which I have. Sorry, people can't see. I have GTA One. Oh, sorry. I own those. Yeah. I've never played these. And you know what? You want to know? I own them. And I've never played them either. You know how I played Grand Turismo? Oh, Grand Turismo. Grand Theft Auto 1 and 2? How? On a Game Boy Color. They actually yeah. aren't that bad either. Did, uh... Did, um, Stop Skeletons from Fighting do a video on that? Yeah. Stop Skeletons. Yeah, remember the guy who does all the weird, uh, ports... That no. you and I discovered? I don't remember, remember that. Remember he... Yeah, he was the guy who does, like, the Doom ports, the Duke Nukem oh, ports. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, I haven't seen that one. I remember that guy. I actually watched a video about all the horrible Mortal Kombat for that, uh, ports, and I hate 
fighting games in general. I still watch that video. All the fake, you know, no blood and all the fatalities are just like kicks and all that stuff. They, there's so many versions of that game and they screwed up most of them. Fighting games for me, and I know it doesn't matter, except for, it doesn't matter for you. Super Smash for me is different. But even Super Smash, after an hour, I get sick of it. I am probably the worst at fighting games and platformers where you can fall and die really easily. And guess what Super Smash is essentially? Both of those things. Fall and die, yeah. <laughs> yeah fall and die in fighting game mixed in one. I am horrible. I actually, after you left on Thanksgiving, I was playing with Mike and his kids. And I just spammed Pikachu, like, electric attack and somehow survived. <laughs> I had no idea what I'm doing. I don't think I've ever won a round of Super Smash before. And I think it was the original on the 64, too. And I just spammed Pikachu's, like, electric shock or electric bolt or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, man. I, you know, it's funny. I had my PS2 hooked up, and I was, I was trying to play Final Fantasy VII because I've never played that. It's kind of been on one of those lists of games I want to tr play once, just to play it. I played ten. I played the first couple hours. My ex was, like, really trying to get me into it, and I just... I know it's... You and I aren't into... It, JRPGs are very difficult. It wasn't even... I mean, I'm sure it got difficult at points, but it was more of, like, fighting sleep when I played it. Like, I Well, that's just... what I'm saying. Like, it's difficult for you and I to get into. Oh, okay. I thought you meant, like, like straight difficult. No, 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 no. <laughs> I think for you and I, because of the type of people we are, there are certain JRPGs. And for me, it's more so JRPGs that are, like, 8 or 16-bit. Like, I'm playing uh, Fantasy Star. Fantasy Star, for us, I mean, during most of our life, has been Fantasy Star Online, which has been, you know, just the... Just some over-the-top, anime-looking JRPG. You know, Fantasy Star, the original, is a cool JRPG that's an 8-bit game. Yeah. I like the older one. Yeah, I could play the older ones much more willingly than I would the newer ones. And I think the cool thing with Fantasy Star, for me, is it's a mix between... Um, it's like, it's supposed to be like a fantasy game, but also like you can travel from planets. Which is different. And then, and then what happens is if you'll go into these dungeons and it becomes a first-person dungeon crawler. Oh, boy. Have you never seen the original Fantasy Star? I haven't. It's actually really cool. Because I was like, oh, Fantasy Star, whatever. And then a couple people mentioned it and I'm watching the gameplay. I'm like, I gotta kind of play this. I did watch someone play Final Fantasy IV for a prolonged period of time. That looked pretty fun. I'll have to... Oh, man, we got a lot of shit to do right after this. Um... <laughs> But we've been going at this for again for another hour. Um, we're gonna. I'm definitely having you on um, more recently. Obviously, we're gonna have to sink our teeth into a lot more media, so we're not just talking, you know, rambling. Oh yeah, sure. Um, obviously, I'm hoping you know sooner rather than later before the uh, end of the year, we'll get you back on. Yeah, I mean this this year seems like it's been a millennia. I'm sure that's 99% of people in the world right now. So it does we're hanging we're hanging in there and you know i think we mentioned this earlier we hope that you know small businesses can take the hit because you know jeff bezos isn't hurting and we all love amazon but you know consider shopping small if you know you hear this before christmas shop small business whether it be a record store whether it be a video game store a media store whether it be a local grocer support them right now they need it more than ever 
And as always, if you don't already do so, please follow us on Twitter at Media underscore Bedlam. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at Bedlam Media. You can find myself as the SLB official on Twitter. Find us on all podcast uh, podcast uh, applications except for Pandora, which we are currently trying to get ourselves on. This has been Open Frequency Radio with Rob. Hey, uh, hey thanks for listening. Thank you guys for listening. Do not forget to join the Bedlam. Welcome to the All 80s Movies Podcast. I'm Bill. And I'm Jason, and this is the podcast where we talk about the blockbusters, the flops, and everything in between from one of the freshest decades for movies, the 1980s. So whether you're a brain, a jock, a valley girl, or a Jedi, we've got some 80s classics for you. Do these movies stand the test of time? Are we discovering something new? Is there an 80s movie we're finally watching for the first time? Join us each week as we dive into the cinematic nostalgia that inspired and influenced a generation. From the hits to the cult classics, we'll discuss our earliest memories, favorite scenes, fun facts, and our not-so-favorite movie moments, too. It's the All 80s Movies Podcast, now available on all major streaming platforms. Please subscribe and happy listening.